A Manhattan man was arrested Saturday on a number of charges, including assault and battery. The Raleigh County Police Department says 27-year-old Michael Lee Williamson is charged with single counts of aggravated assault, criminal threat, domestic battery, and attempted possession of a firearm while under the influence of alcohol or drugs. He's also been charged with two counts of aggravated child endangerment. A probable cause arrest was made just before 1.30 Saturday in the 200 block of Hackberry Avenue. Additional details are pending from RCPD. He remains jailed on a $25,000 bond. Elsewhere on Saturday, police also arrested a 21-year-old Manhattan man on a Riley County District Court warrant. Landon Bierce is charged with two counts of failure to appear and one count of theft. Online court records show that he has two pending criminal cases in Riley County, including a charge of aggravated assault and attempted aggravated robbery, interference, battery, and theft stemming from last September. He remains jailed on a $53,000 bond. January revenues for the state of Kansas were about 6.5% below projections, marking the third straight month revenues have been less than estimated, according to the Department of Revenue. Governor Laura Kelly says it emphasizes that any tax cuts must be done in a fiscally responsible way. The governor vetoed the legislature's tax package in late January, setting up a showdown for a potential veto override. State Representative Mike Dodson of Manhattan. I would imagine early next week we will take up the veto override and send it over to the Senate, depending on the outcome in the House. Dodson shared those comments Friday on K-Man's Morning News. He says he's not sure if the Senate has enough votes currently for an override. He is concerned about the loss of revenue and the amount of revenue that's coming in. We are pulling off some one-time expenses that make me a little more comfortable, but not completely comfortable that given the forward estimates we now have on revenue, that we'll kind of have what you might call a soft landing. The governor and GOP leadership in Topeka disagree over a centerpiece of the tax bill, which would replace the state's three-tier income tax structure with a single rate of 5.25%. The Manhattan Lions Club held its annual biscuits and gravy breakfast Saturday at the College Avenue United Methodist Church. The event raised around $2,000 and saw a large turnout as the group accepted donations for four different charities. Club President Diana Chapel. This is one of our big fundraisers, the Biscuit and Gravy Feed, where we raise money for four local charities for Habitat for Humanity, Shepherd's Crossing, the Crisis Center, and the Emergency Shelter. The group also auctioned off a K-State quilt at Saturday's breakfast with the proceeds to benefit KSDS assistance dogs. Property owners in Riley County should expect a change of value notice coming in the mail in early March. The Riley County Appraiser's Office has completed all of their studies needed for 2024 property valuations. County Appraiser Anna Burson says residents can expect some level of valuation increase for properties. Um, the residential trend for 2024 is reflecting an approximately 4 to 10 percent valuation increase. And so this figure represents the typical residential valuation increase for 2024. So some property values will change at different rates depending on those individual market areas. The residential vacant land trend is approximately at 1 to 11 percent depending again on the market area. The change of value notice will also contain a form for requesting a valuation appeal if needed and must be returned to the county appraiser's office within 30 days. Potential parking fees for the downtown garage will be considered at the next Manhattan City Commission meeting on Tuesday. The first reading of an ordinance is scheduled to take place with city officials discussing the potential purchase of license plate reader equipment for the garage, which is attached to the Hilton Garden Inn and Manhattan Conference Center. The new equipment would have an upfront cost of over $63,000 for two pay stations and close to $24,000 for signage. Commissioners will consider a $2 per hour rate for use of the downtown garage with a $10 daily maximum fee. Additional rates would be charged for employees, hotel guests, and for conferences. 
The city estimates that this would generate close to $300,000 in annual revenue to pay for maintenance needs based on a 50% occupancy for the garage. The city previously reported that downtown garage has more than $1.4 million in estimated deferred maintenance. It's currently free to park there. City commissioners will meet at 6 tomorrow night at City Hall. Manhattan Regional Airport has been hitting employment records recently since reopening in September following major runway reconstruction. Director Brandon Kieser says that after record numbers in October, the airport had its second best month ever for employments in November. They're doing almost 7,400 employments, which at the time was the second highest monthly total ever for employment um, out of Manhattan Regional Airport. And then November came and we beat that record. We ended up doing 7,690 employments, was the highest on monthly total ever. And that momentum continued into December, as Kieser says they had close to 8,000 people fly in or out of Manhattan. In December, we turned around and beat that month again and ended up doing close to 8,000 employments, um, which is the first time ever and uh, was, was the highest monthly total on record. While the numbers are expected to be less in January, Kieser noted preliminary estimates to be around 6,000 employments for the month. I'm Troy Coverdale, and K-Man's Morning News continues with a look at your sports headlines this Monday morning. Madison Booker finished with 20 points. Taylor Jones had 13 as 12th-ranked Texas sent number 2 Kansas State to a second straight loss. 61-54 the final in Austin yesterday afternoon, a physical game that knocked the Wildcats out of first place in the Big 12. K-State rallied to within 7 after trailing by 19 early in the second half. They then saw Jones hit a putback layup that ended the Cats rally with just over two minutes remaining. Eliza Moppin had 18 for K-State, which will have the week off before hosting Oklahoma State on Saturday. The Jeff Mitty Coaches Show airs tonight on News Radio KMAN and Sunny 1025 at 6. Javon Small scored 18. Keon Williams added a double-double as Oklahoma State beat the K-State men on Saturday, 75-72 in Stillwater, the fourth straight loss for Jerome Tank's squad. You say this is what you want to do, right? This is your craft. This is what you love. That should never be a time where you're not competing out there. And that's what we have to figure out. We got to figure out how we're going to compete for 40 minutes. And uh, we have enough talent. Like, they kicked our butts to the 50-50 balls today. That was a credit to Mike and his staff getting those guys ready. And uh, they competed harder than we did at times. And you can't, like, pick and choose. We're not good enough to pick and choose when we're going to compete and win games in this league. Tyler Perry led the Wildcats with 19 points. They all came after halftime. Next up, a daunting task. The Jayhawks of Kansas invade Bramlage coming off their best game in conference play to date as they beat Houston by 15 on Saturday. This is our movie, right? We, we, choose, we can choose to be victims or we can choose to be stars. We're going to choose to be stars in this movie. We're going to be the one to determine how it turns out, not uh, somebody else or, or the narrative or the obstacles that are in our way. Right. Die Hard wouldn't be great if Bruce Willis got killed in the first scene, right? When he, oh, why me? No shoes, right? He gets killed. Movie wouldn't have been a great movie. He chose not to be a victim. We're going to choose not to be a victim. Game time tonight at 8. Coverage on News Radio KMAN and 101.5 K Rock gets underway at 7. In the top 25, number 2 Purdue drops number 6 Wisconsin, 75 69. 11th ranked Arizona handles Stanford, 82 71. And Nebraska falls to 14th ranked Illinois in overtime, 87 84. The Manhattan boys wrestling team took second, the girls third, at the Centennial League Championships on Saturday at Manhattan High. As expected, the boys' title came down to the top two teams in 6A battling for the title. 
Rule won the final duel of the day, 36-33 over Sean Bomas's Indians. We knew we knew that was going to be tough. We knew they're they're a scrappy team. You, know, you have duels in, in wrestling. You have tournaments, and sometimes it depends on those matchups as far as how those duels unfold. And um, you know, we just, just got to have a few more kids step up and, and save some points. The Washburn Rural Girls won the league title for a fourth straight year as the Manhattan Girls had started strong with wins over Topeka High and Junction City but then suffered losses in duels to Emporia and the Junior Blues. Two individual Indians received individual honors for their performances. Kayla Kramer, a freshman ranked second in 6A at 120, was named the tournament's newcomer of the year. I think if she'd believe in herself, she'd be even better. Uh, she's setting herself up pretty good to have a good postseason. Um, she's one of the ones that came in as a freshman on a very young team that we have. You know, our team's full of freshman sophomores, and she stepped up in a leader, and you know, she's been in, in the finals of every tournament she's wrestled in so far, with the exception of Newton when she lost in the semis, and uh, she's put in the work. So good, good hopes for her here. The most outstanding boys wrestler of the tournament was senior Ezekiel Witt, who is the number one ranked wrestler in 6A at 113 pounds. The Manhattan girls will have regionals this coming Saturday at Junction City. The boys regionals are in two weeks at Wichita North. Wamigo's wrestling team placed ninth at the Rose Hill Invitational. Jake Meyer took a title at 215 as the only medalist for Wamigo. Rock Creek's boys took sixth, Riley County 13th at the Silver Lake Invitational. The Rock Creek girls finished sixth at their tournament at Silver Lake. You can see the results from the weekend's action online at newsradiokman.com. Both the Chiefs and 49ers arrived in Las Vegas yesterday afternoon for the week's worth of preparation ahead of Super Bowl 58. You don't take it for granted either. Um, you never know how many you're going to get to um, if you're, or if you're going to get to any. Um, and so it truly is special. Um, just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, guys coming together, um, it really is special. But uh, I, I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes on the team's fourth trip to the championship in five seasons. Coverage will get underway at 1 Sunday afternoon on News Radio KMAN. Kickoff is at 5.30. The 2026 World Cup final to be played at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, July 19th that year. FIFA made the announcement yesterday setting up Kansas City to host four group stage matches at Arrowhead Stadium. Those will be contested June 16th, June 20th, June 25th, and June 27th. Kansas City will also host a pair of matches in the knockout stage with a match in the round of 32 and a quarterfinal match. The U.S. team plays its opener in Los Angeles on June 12th, then will travel to Seattle and then finish the group stage at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. The semifinals in 2026 will be at AT&T Stadium in Arlington on July 14th and the following day at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. The championship again set for East Rutherford, New Jersey and MetLife Stadium again in 2026. Manhattan High boys and girls basketball tonight online. They play makeup games against Washburn Rule. The girls to tip things off first will have them at newsradiokman.com beginning at approximately 6 o'clock. The Jeff Mitty Coaches Show airs tonight at 6 on News Radio KMAN and Sunny 1025. Then it's K State men's basketball against the Kansas Jayhawks at Bramlage Coliseum. Coverage at 7, the tip off just after 8 on News Radio KMAN and on 1015 K Rock. The game this afternoon, it's Wildcat Insider on tap today, beginning at 4.